All right, everybody. Hello. Good afternoon. Hey. Good day. What, whatever. I don't know when you're listening to this. What I do know is this is another episode of How Do You Occupy Your Time? I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. And this is episode 44 of the show where we say, hey, man, are you keeping busy? Yeah. Or hey, lady. I wouldn't say hey, woman. That's no, weird. No, that's, yeah. Hey, hey, you. Hey, you. Listener. That's how we ask. Yeah. Well, you normally ask our guests. Yes. And we usually address them by name. Correct. So we try to keep it polite around here. Yeah. That's one way we occupy our time. That's... Uh, Jonathan, how are you? I'm doing well. Been trying to keep busy with the school year now mm-hmm. starting back up. and Yeah. Uh, you don't have to work too hard to I, keep busy, I no, imagine. No, yep. no, no, not at all. My day is pretty much packed. And then at night, I'm still hosting trivia. Oh, yeah. Uh, two nights a week. Um, three, Technically three nights a week. But I don't count Sunday because it's sort of just like a lazy day. Is, is it lazy trivia as well? Uh, no. Still got to put I, your energy I put out. It. I put out a good show. Okay. I do my best. That's good. Uh, well, let's see. I've been keeping, I think, very busy. I haven't had a free weekend in a while. No. It's been hard for us to schedule these yep. shows. Uh, but it's been good. Been mm-hmm. doing a lot of traveling. Uh, you know, while I want to say while the weather is nice, it's swampy and terrible. Uh, but it's not cold. I'm not worried about dying of hypothermia. See, that I would much rather die of hypothermia than melt. You know, I would too, personally. I don't know. It's hard to say. When I get right down to it, I, I think I'm afraid of dying, dying. Of, yeah, of yeah. cold I'm, exposure. I'm afraid of dying in general. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. Well, let's see. So I, I know one way that you've been keeping occupied. We all just saw the recent Apple announcements. Yes, which is uh, a great timing for me. Uh, I was right? at an Orioles game. Yeah, we were there to get the Chris Davis bobblehead where it's him and his dog and both of their heads bobble. Oh, man. Uh, my dad was adamant about going. Yeah, that's that. very good. Yeah, he wanted that one. Um, so I thought I put the phone in my pocket and I didn't. Mm. And so, you know, when you're about to do the wave, right. um, popped up and yeah, I was going to say like, you didn't just stand up. No, no, no. I you I, ejected that. Yeah, phone. I ejected it. Uh, and you know, that moment in your life where you're like, oh no, I dropped my flower baby. Yeah. Um, and I know that there's no way that I'm going to get an A in this class anymore. Yeah. That's exactly how it felt here. Mm. Uh, the part of my, I have a battery pack case right so the top part had fallen off to the side and i was like nope oh yeah that was it picked it up and it is it is a good kraken but i knew that the the iphone announcement was coming yeah um and so i just waited and waited and it was weird this time because usually they wait to like post the phone at like 10 Mm a.m it was like 3 a.m and they they posted it it's for sale come and and get it come and get it and uh, you know i got to the point where they've they keep doing this, and they're tricky. Mm. They're like, you can get a 32 gig. That's the smallest phone now that they have. Oh, wow. Um, or you can go 128. Oh. So it's not even 64 anymore, right. which I have on my current phone. So yeah. it's like, man, I wonder, like, but then you start thinking the new the new picture, the new cameras that they have. So the pictures are probably going to be, like, right. half a gig anyway. So you're only going to be able to hold, like, 20 pictures. pictures. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, well, I, I foresee in your future some time spent, uh, occupying yourself with figuring out how to listen to music on your phone. I, I'm not worried about that. I heard that, uh, I mean, without a headphone jack, I think what? that, that, ob- that like, uh, what is where it obsoletes a lot of equipment, like the headphones <sighs> yeah. we're wearing we're right, right now. now. Yeah. Uh, I think what will happen is, uh, and I've heard people are the, one of my favorite Apple terms is dongle. 
And I know it's that... not their term. They didn't make that up. Oh, okay, but, but they, they do use it. They use it, and so and they keep making new ones. They keep making they new really, dongles. They're, they're the dongle innovators. People right are now. like, "Oh, it looks like we're going to have more dongles," and I would think that has to be right now trending worldwide. Yeah. The word dongle, which in my in my like that's what I've been smiling about for the past couple of days, just the word dongle. Just kind of meditating on that. Yeah, you know. Um, but I there are Bluetooth ways of getting around it. I'll mm-hmm. have to get in my sister's car. To listen to the podcast, uh, her okay. car is she's got Bluetooth. She's got Bluetooth. Mine, I'm still like you have to use a key, like a physical key, to go in and unlock and lock doors. Right. I don't have a. You don't a have any Bluetooth fab. ways. Yeah. So fair enough. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm excited about our guest today. Yeah, I'm I too. I think we're going to learn a lot about how to say occupied. Very much so. Uh, a person who has a a long history of many different and varied activities, both yeah. professional, private, hobby. Yep. Uh, so unless there's anything else. No, let's get to it. All right. Constantly struggling to find that perfect watch to match your suit? That big meeting is coming up and you need to look put together. Thanks to the tireless efforts of world-renowned Danish craftsmen, there is now hope. The Witch Swatch wristwatch with a turn of the knob, the hue of your watch will now match your suit. No more fears. The Witch Swatch wristwatch is here. All right, everybody. Welcome back. Jonathan, why don't you introduce our guest today? Uh, I shall. Uh, he is a, a man of many hats, and that is strictly to just cover uh, what is now an ever-growing bald spot. In, oh, cool. So we're off, we're off to a good start. Yeah. Well, you know, it's... We it's... usually talk up our guests. I'm trying to do my best, no. uh, but again, many hats to you know be transparent. He is related to me, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and it's my my cousin Jason. Jason, hi, hi, Jason. hi, everybody. Hey. And he's right about the baldness thing. Actually, I do wear hats because I'm bald. Mm. That's the reason. It's not the cause. I don't think. It's I was the just going to ask: Is it correlated and causation? Correlation and causation? No, no. I used to have long hair. Actually, very long, long hair down to my shoulder. That would get it braided. Um, and nice. I think that actually did contribute to the baldness. I think oh, no. the braids were just too tight hmm. and the hair follicles gave up. It's my theory. Yeah. That's a good theory. But I do feel like I'm done with the balding process. I think I'm now as bald as I'm going to be oh, for okay. at least another three or four days. Yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah. maybe a small plateau, but a plateau. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Very good. Uh, well, on uh, this show, we basically are super nosy. I mean, I am. Jonathan, I think, is is just politely going along. Uh, but I yep. really love finding out what people's lives are like, uh, how they spend their time on on any and everything. Uh, in fact, I'm already wanting to ask what how how that braiding process went. And well, I sit still, and someone else braids my hair. Mm-hmm. It's um, I I did actually get cornrows. I am Caucasian, just so everyone knows. Okay, um, I'm a white boy. And, Full disclosure. Yep. And when I was in high school. I had very strict hair requirements because I went to a Baptist high school. Oh, sure. Which is really terrible if you don't like being a Baptist. Honestly, mm, okay. if you like being a Baptist, it's probably fine. Yeah. Um, but for me, in hindsight, I hated it. Um, also, I wasn't too fond of it while I was there. So anyway, so I had these hair restrictions. I had to keep my hair above my ears, above my collar. Uh-huh. And then um, I got my hair cut the day before I graduated. And then I didn't for a long time. <laughs> So it looked ridiculous. I grew my beard out at the same time, too. I shaved the morning of my my high school graduation and then, again, didn't. I right. ended up giving my family a Christmas present of me shaving my face yeah. the, following, <laughs> the following Christmas. Yeah, it so. was, he, he came in looking like Jesus, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of, mm-hmm. lot of Jesus jokes 
um, the long hair, the beard. Yeah. Uh, and then then came Christmas, and it was like, oh, okay, it's gone. That's that's fine. Well, um, uh, all that hair growing like that that spans a long period of time. Yeah. What uh, what were you up to in in the times from from clean face to Jesus beard? Uh, mostly college. I guess, yeah. I mean, it was it was when I was starting college. I went to University of Maryland, mm. um, which was very close to my house, mm-hmm. so I didn't have to like move anywhere. I got to save money on uh, on housing and food. nice short commute. Oh yeah, yeah. I used to rollerblade there. Whoa, from my house to campus. All right. Yeah, yeah. That's a good way to spend your time. Yeah, sure. Good exercise. And and you had a lot of extra money to uh, get a uh, an album started. Oh really? Yeah. This is what we're yeah, talk about. This. Um, no, that wasn't at that point. That wasn't for another two years or so. Um, oh, okay. That I recorded my my debut album, Volume Two. Mm-hmm. That's what it's called. <laughs> what it's happened a, to? Vo- oh, that is the name. Yeah, of the, that's the, okay. yeah, it was. You know, is there an Im- implied Volume One? Like, um, no. I mean, yeah. Okay. It, the people are going to infer that there's a Volume One Absolutely. that they need to go find because it's like super rare and right. only available on the B side of someone else's vinyl. Well, and I think but you've you've set yourself exist. up for if you ever do run out of things to do, you can always go back and create that prequel. That's true. And say like, well, yeah. let's go right. ahead and do that Volume yeah. One. Yeah. And you've rate, already put out your so- your sophomore yeah. debut, yeah. Which, <laughs> yeah. which I like. It's like, oh, here's the sophomore album. Yeah. Let's see how it goes. Let's go back and do the debut and yeah. do it right. Yeah, I got a lot of my musical taste from Jason. Um, he was very into uh, rap and reggae, so a lot of Bob Marley, a lot of uh, Bone Thugs. Bone Thugs and Harmony. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was listening to them on the way up, actually. Were you? Yeah. See you at the crossroads. Um, but yeah, so... They did have other songs, too, just so everyone <laughs> That's knows. That's the only one I know. <laughs> uh, but I, I enjoyed his album. It was... Uh, I mean, at the time, I was in high school, mm-hmm. um, and I thought it was the coolest thing. And I had a cousin who like put out an album. Yeah, and um, I well, still and this have wasn't the in the days of like online publishing, where like literally anyone Anybody, could put up right, right. an MP3 still... and say they have a podcast yeah. or an album. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was still pretty Case early in those days. It's um, you can look for it on iTunes, mm. but it's not there, so you're probably not going to find okay. it. Okay, okay. Um, I didn't put it up there. No, it's uh, I just I did one of those. Um, I went to a real studio. With real producers, mm. I even actually uh, did the engineering on one of the songs, the worst one because that that <laughs> is terrible. Was it? Was um, it Pimp Step? It was Pimp Step. Yeah, uh, that's the good one. title. <laughs> All right, <laughs> we're learning. Yeah, no, and, and you can tell, like you can, if you listen to the album, you can yeah. hear songs that sound good, and then there's that one. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and then there's it, it's Pimp really Step. bad. Yeah, made me secure in my career choice actually. <laughs> And there's um, I know, there's probably I don't know fifteen to twenty people who actually have a copy of that album. Nice, um, Jonathan. Are you I one, of, one these of them? People? Yep. Okay, so yeah. I, you do you still have a copy? I still have a copy of it, yeah. like the print or yes. just online like on your. No, I, I still have the CD, the physical. Awesome. Yeah, yeah media. I I have the masters. I don't actually have a copy of the the album as a whole, but I have each of the songs as master in in in, in their mastered form. Nice. Um, but I do have it digitally on my phone everywhere right. I go, just in case. There it is, yeah. <laughs> just in case Dre comes up and is like, hey, I'm looking for someone who produced an album a long time ago yeah. and wants to it's really need that make a $100. Yeah. That 2000s sound. <laughs> Get back to the aughts. Uh, cool. So these are some, some of the things that you've been up to. But how are you occupying your time these days? Well, I have two children. Mm-hmm. And one of them is great. The other one is oh. she's pretty good. Okay, I'm just kidding, girls. I love you both <laughs> equally. 
Uh, no, they. Uh, I, so I'm a dad. I am. That's what I do. I'm a stay-at-home dad. Mm, nice. Um, which means that ultimately I take my six-year-old to school every day, and then I hang out with my three-year-old. And when I'm not doing one of those two things, I'm doing both of them. So uh, <laughs> primarily, I'm a dad. You know, it's it's right. fairly normal stuff. Some yeah. people understand it. Some people don't. Some people choose not to be dads, and that's cool. Hey, that's do you? Yeah. But I like my job. It's nice. the, it's the hap- it's first of all it's the longest tenured job I've ever had. Um and <laughs> it's really hard to get fired from <laughs> yeah, too. It surprisingly so. <laughs> yeah, I've tried a couple times. I mean, I let one of my children uh fall halfway down the stairs. House once. She landed on her neck. Ooh. She's no, she's fine. Yeah, That's she's, cool. She's perfectly fine. Kids are very resilient. Yeah, that's they're what, pliable. That's what they don't yeah. tell you. Yeah. They should. They feel like it should be in the orientation package. Like it's okay. They're kind of Rubbermaid. They'll bounce yeah. back. Yeah, but I think that's sort of the idea of not wanting parents to like, hey, I'm going to use you as a basketball right now. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. No slam dunking yeah, no the children. Yeah, no slam dunking the children. Keep I've that for Space happen. Jam. Uh, well, yeah, I can imagine that occupies a huge chunk of your time. Uh, basically training two tiny humans to mm-hmm. eventually join society. One of them's ready. Already? Okay. Yeah. Is it the three-year-old? Yeah. She <laughs> knows how to get what she wants. Oh, very good. She's not going to be a nice person if she just joins society now, but she'll you know, get what she needs. Okay. Sure, okay. sure. It's important. She yeah. can navigate the world. Maybe not make friends. Right. But not all of yeah. us are here to make friends. No. Some yeah. of us are here to win. Yep. You know what? It's, it's, it's amazing because that is one of the things that I struggle with most, actually, is trying to ki- teach my kids how to live in the world as it is or trying to or deciding I should say really mm. whether to teach them to world live in the world as it is or as the way we want it to be right i wrestle with that in you know fully a third of the decisions i make when i'm teaching them how to interact with other people yeah um and it's tricky cuz uh the older one is a sweetheart mm. um my bike got stolen the other day and she almost oh, cried no. about it wow like, oh that's very sweet of you but no one else is going to cry about me losing my bike or it being stolen right um so maybe toughen up a little bit because hmm. the world will eat you alive i think that i think that's nice that she has empathy yeah. like she's able to see it from right. your your point of view right. whereas it, like if it was her bike she would probably cry a lot if mm-hmm. it was stolen so that's yeah that's uh that's pretty mature thinking yeah, yeah. a lot of people don't ever get to empathy that's true <laughs> <laughs> this guy over here I'm still working on it. It's one of the things I'm teaching my kids. Day by day. But what the, the, the hidden message there is with my students is I'm also learning it myself. So uh, one of the things that you've done outside of um, parenting dadding. and you know, dadding and, and uh, other jobs is you have been, uh, you were an, an active uh, hockey player. Yeah, it's true. Um, yeah. And then ice hockey. Yes. Just so everyone's clear on that. Now floor hockey. I'm sorry. Okay. Hockey. I, I was played floor ask. as well. Yeah. And I, I've never played field hockey. I don't understand it. It's so confusing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There's field. Is there also there's street roller. hockey? Roller, roller hockey. Yeah, roller, roller, roller. Yeah. Kind of synonymous. Um, okay. Table. Mm-hmm. Tonsil. Oh, yeah. Tonsil hockey. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of hockey. There's a lot of hockey. It turns huh. out. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Anyway, yes, yeah, I played ice, yeah, hockey. ice hockey. Is there a follow-up to that? Uh, well, I just wanted you to, to, to talk about it. I mean, the transitioning... I, I would say uh, is interesting because you played as a as a peewee into did you do it in, did you do it technically in high I started as what's called a bantam okay which is older than peewee Sorry. I started playing is that related when, to the book publisher it might be okay. same guy maybe the same guy same played guy. I don't, get, get I'm in, not sure get, I presume it's a guy yeah. right um, so yeah I played as a kid mm-hmm. um, and mm-hmm. I was uh, at the risk of sounding cocky I was actually like pretty good mm-hmm. when I was a kid I um. 
you know, I, I, I technically, so I tried out for a junior league team, which basically it's like, so you got the NHL, they're professionals, the AHL technically professionals, but mm-hmm. they only make like $8 a day. And then Woof. there's yeah. uh, some other minor leagues. There's, there's like the ECHL, which feeds into the AHL. And then there are junior leagues in Canada. It's a big deal in right. the United States. Not so much. Right. It's like, it's probably on par with college hockey. Okay. And, you know, like, can you name three colleges that actually have hockey teams? Yes. Go. Uh, you have Wisconsin, Notre okay, Dame. That's a state. Is the University of Wisconsin, Notre Dame University, and North... I'm pretty sure it's the University of Notre Dame. University of Notre Dame and University of North Dakota. Okay, good job. Congratulations. Yeah. Anyway, there are others. But still, there is just... It's not. It's not big. Sure. Um, and so this junior team was forming. It was called. They were called the Chesapeake Icebreakers. Nice. Um, and I was 15 years old, and I tried out, and my brother tried out as well. Um, and the only reason I didn't join the team is because I was only 15. They really shouldn't have let me try it out, honestly. Oh wow. But, they, but that was. I made the team. I had the skill set. I had the strength, and I had the uh, the off ice conditioning stuff that I I would have been able to be on the team if I had been 16. Oh wow. Which I was not. And I'm actually still a little bit confused about why I was even there. <laughs> I'm sure there was a good reason. Think back. Yeah. Do you ever uh, just like put on your headphones, put on Pimp Step and think back to that day? I don't. Ask no. yourself. I, I rarely think about the the Chesapeake Icebreakers anymore because yeah. I lost my shirt. I used to have a shirt. Oh, wow. Um, from them. What amazing. was their logo? What did that look like? It looked um, like a raccoon a little bit. Look a little bit like a raccoon playing huh. ice. Would not have guessed. I'm, I'm not even sure if if it exists on the internet. Hmm. That's how this is a long time ago. Yeah. yeah. And then I played one as an as an adult. Yeah. And right. then I stopped playing because I got hurt. Yeah. And it just wasn't worth it anymore. But it was fun as an adult. Right, yeah. Sure. As and as a kid. I was not as good when I was a grown up as I was when I was younger. Mm. So you said uh there was an injury that, that led to you yes. uh leaving hockey. What did you do to occupy your time while you were healing from that was were there things that you had to sort of substitute your time with because you could no longer do them uh mostly like reading nerdy stuff mm-hmm. um i it was a it was a lung contusion so like i was bleeding Ooh, in my lungs yeah. which is not really ideal not right. super no. cool um, no no they don't it's hard to breathe blood as it turns out yeah oh, okay. um so no i mean i uh yeah no it wasn't like I couldn't I couldn't pick things up for very long, oh, like sure. very often, right? Um, for for a few weeks mm. until I was cleared to go. Um, I got injured and then I recovered, mm-hmm. and then I went back to playing again. But see, the reason that I quit ultimately is because I kept doing the stuff that got me injured. I stood in front of a slap shot. Somebody was taking a slap oh, shot. Oh, yeah, and then I stood in front of it. And I mean, I'm 30. Like, what am I doing? Yeah, Why? Yeah. It's not that serious. Right. Um, but it's just it's just the instincts. It's how I learned how to play. It's how I played as a kid. And I couldn't break myself. So I played probably four or five more times after that. And just you couldn't break yourself, but the game could yes. break you. Yeah, the yeah, game yeah, could yeah. break your body. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. known to do that to people. Yeah. That's, uh, it is one of the more intense games. Yeah. See people losing teeth i think is one that that gets me i'm like yeah. oh anything that's like almost guaranteed to cost you parts of your body yeah yeah that's intense it's funny i did lose a tooth playing hockey but i was playing hockey in my front yard on the grass uh-huh. with my brother just mm-hmm. the two of us um and we didn't have the proper equipment so he was using a hockey stick lucky him and i was using a baseball bat and i was playing goalie and he hit Ugh. me in the face with his stick ouch <sighs> busted my tooth 
and then I threw the baseball bat at him, mm-hmm. but I missed. Oh, I was that was because mm-hmm. I was crying because right, heard, yeah, you heard, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, pain will throw off your game. Yeah. Uh, well, let's see. So we talked a little bit about things that you're doing other than dadding. Yeah, yeah. I do uh, woodworking stuff too, but jeez, you know, man, that's only interesting if you can see it. I don't know if that's no. true. I mean, I think Parks and Recreation yeah. has proven that it's true that people are interested mm. in woodworking just as a concept. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I woodwork, so I'm interesting. Okay. Does good. uh, yeah. yeah, has has that uh, portrayal of Ron Swanson like Nick Offerman's real life hobby business? Yeah, he business. Makes, yeah, makes, I've, yeah, I've actually bought a bunch of stuff bank. from there. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Has have you found that has influenced you in any way or had any uh, no touched on your life? No. Other people are like, oh, you do woodworking like Nick Offerman. Um, nobody's ever equated me to Ron or Nick. Um, mm. however, no, my grandfather did a lot of, uh, mm. that kind of stuff yeah. in the house, like literally inside the house mm. mm-hmm. that I pretty much grew up in. Um, and I have a lot of his old equipment Oh, nice! that I got because, uh, I took it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so and he's I'm, still looking for it. <laughs> to this day. <laughs> and so I'm able to do things like my, uh, I, I worked with my older daughter, my six year old, and we built a full size bench yeah. that looks like it is made out of popsicle sticks. Because we made them look like popsicle sticks. Oh boy! A, la a bug's life or ant with a Z. Ant, one of those. Ants. Yeah. One. Of, which was one of them. Yeah. It's probably a bug's life. It's probably the Pixar. But yeah. not B movie. No, not no, B movie. No, no, I have no, never no, no. seen that actually. Don't bother. Yeah, that's what I hear. Yeah, you're all right. Okay. That's one thing you don't need to spend your time on. Man, Jerry. Jerry hasn't been very successful after comedians riding in cars. For coffee, yeah, that's yeah. that's been doing comedians well. in not cars right. getting coffee. Yeah, there yeah, we go. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's very good. Honestly, yeah. I think that's probably his best work. Yes, it's yeah. because it's delightful mm-hmm. and uh, not acerbic, and it seems legitimate. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. be having the fun that they're having. Yeah, they're people having a real conversation, mm-hmm. unlike the show. The show, <laughs> yeah. We have occupied a lot of time on this podcast talking about very much how so. I do not like that show. Great. Well, let's see. I think I'm about out of questions because I feel like any any question I ask, there are going to be like five or six different things that that you do that uh, are impressive. But I mean, one one of the things I think you could you could touch on uh, is the, the nonprofit that you and your wife have oh, yeah. started. Ah, uh, yes. So my wife and I um, started a nonprofit. Mostly, let's be honest. Mostly, my wife started a nonprofit. Okay. Mm. I'm an officer in the nonprofit, legally speaking, um, and it is to help mothers and families who are struggling uh, to get through postpartum depression, which is not a funny kind no. of depression. No, I mean, there's some funny depressions, right? Like Daria mm. from MTV a long time ago. Okay. Like, okay. Undiagnosed. Yeah, undiagnosed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, so it, it's the portrayals. But with uh, postpartum depression, it's it's pretty serious. Yeah. Um, it can be. Um, right. It can also uh, move into the state of postpartum psychosis, which that's the oh, one wow. where you hear like the, the women who are killing themselves or killing their children. Right. Um, that's psychosis, not PPD. Right. Um, but anyway, we started a nonprofit to help uh, mothers in the state of Maryland specifically. Mm. And uh, it is super easy to start a nonprofit, actually, which is a, huh. a big part of why uh, you kind of hear about uh, fraudulent nonprofits um, huh. where they're making a whole lot of money, which we don't do. We make almost almost all of our donations come through Amazon Smile, okay. actually, as it turns oh, out. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're, they've been really helpful for us. Um, but we also don't have a lot of expenditures, so we don't need 
to to do a whole lot of fundraising right, right. there's not a lot of overhead right because yeah. we're running it out of the house we run a group um a peer support group nadia and my nadia and my wife runs a peer support group right um and she's got the room for free so she doesn't pay you know rent or or, right. or a borrowing fee or anything like that and uh we've i mean we've been doing it for i'm gonna say five years wow um yeah through uh her second pe- pregnancy mm-hmm. um, but it was with uh shannon the older girl that she got ppd um and it was it was a real it was very difficult for the family you know yeah and, mm-hmm. and it was we are uh, um what you would consider a, probably a middle class maybe slightly upper middle class family mm-hmm. well educated we both have degrees she has an advanced degree mm-hmm. i have two degrees and we still got hit by this uh, postpartum depression and sure. could not find help. Like it was, yeah. it was very difficult to find help. She ended up going to Virginia, which had a, a PPD support system. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called Postpartum Support Virginia, and taking and doing groups in or attending groups in DC. Right. And so we thought, hey, Maryland exists too. Probably we should start on paper at else. least. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we started Postpartum wow. Support Maryland. So not not only did you like go out and find help and uh, solve this problem for yourselves, but you went ahead and said, "How do we solve this problem for other people?" Yep. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. Uh, well, I think it's safe to say that you're occupying your time well. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I like to think so. Yeah. Play video games too. Oh, awesome! You know, Damn, man. Which, what system? I have a Wii U. Yeah. And okay. an iPad. Okay. There you go. And a Nexus. Do you, the Google do you, Nexus 9. Have you been playing uh, Super Mario Maker? No, I haven't because that is an expensive game and I don't have a job. Hmm. You see, that's the thing about being a stay-at-home dad is nobody pays you. Right. Which I think is stupid and Congress needs to get on that. Yeah. Stay-at-home dads should make I mean, if it's... 70 to $90 well, you, million dollars a year. Do you have a cousin who has this game? He might... Yeah, I can, I can oh, bring it over. Right. Yeah, I have yes. it. Yeah. Your, my children. I don't know I don't know how the relation works. It's I like some they're... sort of second cousin. Yeah, they're still cousins. Yeah. Or something. Anyway, yeah. My kids would love that. Well, one of them would. Cassidy wouldn't understand it. Right, yeah. Uh, no, we play... Um, well, we, we bought into Disney Infinity like big dumb Oh, idiots. no. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> a yeah, sad that's story. Yep. Well, the good news is all of the stuff is now super cheap. So Right. Yeah. So for as long as they keep it, the servers online, yeah. I guess. So. Well, I'll be able to play the game forever. I just can't like do downloadable content. Right. Which right. Is fine, because I don't trust it anyway. Yeah. There you go. I'm sure some jerk hole is probably putting dildos in their games. Yeah. I don't want that. Princess no. Peach doesn't need that. She doesn't. Also, cool. she's not a Disney character. Not a character at all, but that's fine. I know Marty would love for me to get rid of that game. Uh, Mario Maker? Yeah. I just don't like to see you make yourself suffer. Like the, the 100 Mario Expert level mm-hmm. um, has taken months out of my my life wow yeah so let's try to avoid that I'm surprised you have months to give i don't so well, wait, he now, doesn't so so you have so i've never played it okay you don't it's not just that you have to build it and then play it there exists no games. there there exists many levels that many people have made um some are great some are not so great some people like to troll you yes i will borrow that someday yeah yeah, I'm sorry you all had to hear all that to uh <laughs> to get it out of jonathan's hands yep <laughs> bye because yeah, it's, it just hurts me. It hurts me to watch you hurting, Jonathan. Yep. Great. Well, I think that's all the time we have. Yep. Uh, Jason, oh. thank you so much for hey, coming on the show. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, it's, it's very inspirational what you're doing with your time. Yep. And uh, I think we all learned a lot. Mm-hmm. All right, folks, we'll be right back. Renowned self-help author David Covey is back with Time Boxing. Learn the one trick for keeping your long-running tasks from taking over your life. 
The new electronic edition of Timeboxing gives you first-hand experience by erasing itself after the average reading time has elapsed. So put your to-do list in a box with Timeboxing by David Covey. Available now at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and wherever fine. All right, and we're back. Hey. Jonathan, very good interview. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I, have... I, I hit a grand slam. Sometimes, you know, I yeah. lay down the butt and it goes right to the pitcher. Well, them's the breaks. Yep. This is the risk that happens with uh, being a, a show burger. For sure. And I appreciate the work that you do. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good way to occupy your time. I have to say, I'm I'm having that uh, post-interview depression oh, no. that always comes up on the yeah. show. Because I'm thinking about all the things that I'm not doing with my time. It's it's rough, man. Yeah. There's uh, there's just not enough time for one person to do all the things. No, there's not at all. No. Yeah. We're we're all very limited in, in what we can accomplish individually. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's why we have to work together. And we do a good job. Yeah. Yeah. Tackle everything. Uh cool. Well, next week mm-hmm. on the show, probably not going to be as broad. No. But our, our guest will be going very deep mm-hmm. about uh some of their hobbies. And I don't I don't want to spoil too much. But I think folks who are interested in DIY and Fibercraft will be very interested. Aquariums. Thanks. Yeah, sorry. Uh, no worries. It's fine. So, yes, folks who like aquariums, specifically hand-built yep. uh, decorations, and um, but also functional yeah, elements functional, yeah. uh, inside of aquariums, uh, will we'll be learning a lot about that and uh, a lot about tropical and um, saltwater and mm-hmm. freshwater fish. I'm going to go, uh, I think, reorganize my day planner okay. again and uh, see if I can squeeze in something for the good of yeah. people. Sounds great. What about you? Uh, you know what? I got trivia and I'm actually going doing a week overnight camping with my uh, my kids. Nice. Yeah. So students in the woods Rip. by the Chesapeake Bay. Yeah. They need to come home. I don't. So <laughs> there you Ooh. go. Well, so yeah, uh, listeners, Get ready for that. Yeah. We're going to have uh, a long episode, I think, about how Jonathan ends up occupying his, his time yeah, and theirs. It's going to be making sure that those kids don't flip over their kayaks. All right. Well, folks, this has been another episode of How Do You Occupy Your Time? I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. And as always, cuckoo, cuckoo. Time's running out. See you all next time. This episode of How Do You Occupy Your Time was sponsored in part by The Witch Watch, Wristwatch, and Timeboxing. We'd like to thank our producers, Amy and Here Be Lobsters. Thanks to Norris Blackman for the show art. And thanks to Skies and Chaos for the use of our theme song, New Day. Check them out on iTunes. And while you're there, check us out as well. If you're already subscribed, give us a rating and a review. It really helps. Join the discussion at wehavetoask.com or on Facebook and Twitter at wehavetoask. And don't forget to check out the other podcasts on the Peaksloth Network at peaksloth.com. <laughs>